Hi everybody, Barry here again. Good to be with you again for another uh, vlog, podcast, whatever you want to call this thing. Um, again, it's just me reading my latest blog post. But before I get into that, I just thought I'd tell you about a new thing I'm doing on our uh, Turning the Page Facebook group. And this week I hope to release the first of some videos about, it's called Going Through the Tunnel. And it's about how to get the most out of... Um, seen a counsellor, a therapist, maybe a pastor, um, anyone like that that's sort of in the helping professions. But it's also about how to uh, go through a process of change. And uh, it's going to be like little videos and I'm going to share uh, insights that I've learnt and um, uh, hopefully people will share their own insights on uh, in the group. But it, if you want to be part of that um if you're on the if you're on the email list, you will have got a uh, invite to join the Facebook group. It's um, it's within there, so um, yep, sign up, <laughs> and um, uh, it should be an interesting little journey. But on to this week's um, post. You know, we always noticed um, when there's a significant change in a person's behaviour, don't we? Um, people who change dramatically. You know, are often given the stage and a microphone to trumpet the, the difference. And I remember as a kid, um, this uh, listened to a story of a gang member and how he met Jesus and how his life was turned around. We marvel at all that, don't we? And it's always like, wow, 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 it's dramatic. And, and the change we notice because it's absolutely so obvious. And but I think some of the greatest stories of change happen over a much, much longer period of time. It might be years, not days or moments. And that changes, it's it's safer to do it in small incremental shifts, much like um, in a huge ocean liner cruise ship. Uh, they don't do turns in sharp turns, do they? No, they, they take it so gradual in little turns of the rudder so that nobody on board even notices a slight change and shift. And if I were to take a long view back over your life and observe how you've changed, I think the subtle and unseen influences probably have changed you the most. Those uh, slight course corrections, they add up over time. Uh, the changes in behaviour are so tiny that we, we hardly notice them. And that's where I think something a practice like journaling can really be so revealing. You know, Looking back over past journals, you see how how you used to think and how you used to behave years ago. And you notice how um, you don't do it that way anymore. Now, some words um, are loaded with emotional baggage. And they're called loaded terms. You hear a word and the brain immediately um, adds specific values and beliefs. And in the faith world, it could be words such as God, uh, church, sin, Heaven, hell, pastor, even love. They're loaded terms. You hear these words and immediately there is a visceral, internal, emotional response. You attach, you attach a specific response and meaning to that word, possibly because that particular word was always connected with certain other words and emotions when you were learning the language. And uh, for me, one of those words, and I think for many others, is repentance. It was always attached with negative consequences. 
if you don't repent, you're going to hell. <laughs> if you don't repent, <clears throat> God will be angry with you. You haven't repented. That's why these bad things are happening. You know, you could hear those all sorts of sentences. And, and repentance was loaded up with guilt, shame, control, and fear. But actually, the, the Greek word uh, metanoia, which is translated as repent in the Bible, means to change your mind. So, repentance can be seen as those minor changes of the mind. You know, as small as the alterations to a car's steering wheel as you drive down the road. It's hardly noticeable, but absolutely necessary. Just minor little shifts, then sometimes a bigger shift until you get to where you want to. And it's... Um, that's kind of repentance. It's a change in mind. And this behavior change is, is captured beautifully in the um, autobiography in five short chapters by Portia Nelson. So here it is. You may have heard it, I don't know. But I walk down the street. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I fall in. I'm lost. I'm helpless. It isn't my fault. It takes forever to find a way out. I walk down the same street. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I pre pretend I don't see it. I've fallen again. I can't believe I'm in the same place. Uh, it isn't my fault, but it isn't my fault. It takes me a long time to get out. I walk down the same street. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I see it as there. I still fall in. It's a habit. My eyes are open. I know where I am. It is my fault. I get out immediately. I walk down the street, same street. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I walk around it. And the poem part of it is, I walk down another street. <laughs> Mind change, or repentance, happens in those moments of eyes being opened and choosing to change the behaviour. We walk around the destructive hole and then walk down a different street. Let's look at closely at how um, the biblical character Paul changed. Now, there is both the dramatic and the subtle. The dramatic, of course, was the, the road to Emmaus event, um, where, uh, I'll read the passage. Meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus, so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, he replied. Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. That's on Acts 9. That's powerful and incredible, isn't it? And don't we just love to hear those things? that those we think need to change you know, we, we love to pray sorry we love to pray that um, those that we think need to change might have something event like that happen to them don't we <laughs> but it's actually the the subtle and um, the minuscule changes in Paul we actually hardly know anything about and in Galatians 1 it says he he writes this but when God who set me apart from my mother's womb and called me by his grace, was pleased to reveal his son in me, so that I might preach him among the Gentiles, my immediate response was not to consult any human being. I did not go up to Jerusalem to see those who were apostles, but I went to Arabia, <laughs> the desert, okay, 
later I returned to Damascus. Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to get acquainted with Cephas and stayed with him 15 days. Now, Paul had three years in the desert where there were probably millions and millions of little repentances, mind changes, learning, wrestling, praying, trying something new. Three years of having his cruise liner of thinking patterns turned in a different direction. At the end of the three years, he was a different man. His behaviours had changed and people noticed. Again in Galatians it says, I was personally unknown to the churches of Judea that are in Christ. They only heard the report, the man who formerly persecuted us is now preaching the faith he once tried to destroy. And they praised God because of me. Look, everybody could see the change in Paul. Look, to change behaviour takes time and many little moments of mind change, repentance. Look, there are many models of how people change their behaviours, but I believe that it's like a kind of a dance combo of head, heart, action and support. It's the head or our logic coming to see new, some new understanding. A new belief germinates in the mind. The heart brings an emotional response to the situation. Action is taken, physical, observable, tangible. And then there's support, and that encourages you know, other people supporting the change, encourages the small millimetre steps being taken. I don't believe these factors always happen in a perfect sequence. It's more of a dance. Sometimes we have to take action and wait for our heart and our head to come round. We want a behaviour change, but it doesn't seem to happen. However, it will happen with many changes in the mind, which is repentance. Mental health is a dance between millimetre changes in our mind, repentance, and changes in behaviour. Here's some quotes. The Greek word metanoia, poorly translated as repent in the Bible, quite literally means to change your mind. Until the mind changes the way it processes the moment, nothing changes long term. Being transformed by the renewal of your mind, Paul says, which hopefully will allow the heart soon to follow. Ah, that's from Richard Raw. You learn to be calmer or more compassionate the same way you learn anything else through related practice. Repeated practice. Rehansen. You will never leave wherever you are until you're much clearer about it where it is you'd rather be. David Riddell If part of me feels part of me likes a compulsive habit, then it will remain, even if it doesn't, even if most of me doesn't, until sometime as I become more fully persuaded. David Riddell A desire within you isn't owned by you until you indulge it. It may simply be your mind presenting options, which is its job. David Riddell. To achieve radical change, I need to call some of my feelings liars and choose to side with truth against my own emotions until my feelings come around. David Riddell. How can I reassess you until you demonstrate your changed mind? Until then, I must keep you trapped in your past, for restitution must come before rest restoration of trust. David Riddell. Changing one's own behaviour is a much more promising strategy than insisting on change from the other. Terence Real. I believe that the one first I believe that one first changes the behaviours, then, if one is lucky, the feelings will follow follow. Terence Real. Some questions. 
What is your motivation for the other to change their behaviour? Why are you wanting them to change their behaviour? Uh, review a period of your life. How has the principle of many little changes in the mind changed your behaviour? And three, are you insisting on the, chain, on the other change their behaviour? What needs to change in your mind to drop the demand that the other change? Hey, I hope you found this helpful. Uh, I just so enjoy writing these blogs and putting them out on the um, podcast or on the on YouTube. And um, just thank you to, once again to people who support turning the page. It means a great deal to me. It means that I can keep on funding this and um, paying for things. Uh, if you'd like to become a supporter, it's as little as one US dollar a month. And you can find out more at turningthepage.co.nz forward slash support. And as always, if you want to email me, my email address is barry at turningthepage.co.nz. Okay, have a good week.